Welcome to Be You, Thank You, the podcast that is all about helping you find your authentic self so that you can own her and love her. Here's your host, certified mindset and confidence coach, burlesque dancer and internet preacher, Adozi Duffy. Hey girlies, what's up? So welcome back. Today we are talking all about love. Now, when we think of love, I find it really interesting because we treat it so much differently than we treat every other emotion. And yes, love is just an emotion. So just like sadness, happiness, anger, right? Those are all just emotions that we feel as sensations in our bodies. They're caused by thoughts in our brain that cause sensations in our bodies. And then we give it a name. Love is just a feeling. But the interesting little caveat about love that we all have is that we are only really allowed to claim it if somebody else is feeling the same emotion as us. So we kind of see love as like a shared emotion, not something standalone. Like we don't consider that somebody else has to be sad in order for us to recognize and feel that we are sad. We don't feel like somebody else has to be angry or somebody else has to be happy, right? Like for whatever reason, we have this idea around love that it only counts if it is a shared experience. If I love someone and they love me back, then I can say and admit and feel into the love. And today I kind of want to make the argument for the fact that love is actually a feeling that's accessible to you whenever you want it, whether or not there's another person, thing, object, however you get down, agreeing with you or in that same headspace or emotional space with you that you can actually experience love on your own, regardless of whatever is happening with the other person. So here's my pitch. So if you let yourself kind of think about love in this way, it actually takes on like a completely different form than how we're taught it traditionally, right? So if you think about love in the traditional aspect, then what that means is that I have to be waiting on other people before I'm allowed to experience something for myself, before I'm allowed to justify my feelings or understand or even just acknowledge my feelings. I have to spend a lot of time wondering about how somebody else feels about me whether this is an appropriate time, whether this is right, whether I should or shouldn't. Because it also can come into factor when maybe somebody isn't treating us in the best way. Like maybe we have a friend who's going through it and is being a bitch, or we have a boyfriend who we know we want to break up with, but we still feel like the love is there. And so it feels wrong to end the relationship if there's still love, right? But if you allow yourself to look at love as an emotion that you're allowed to feel whenever you want because you can, right? You look at love like it's this abundant resource, which is actually how we look at other feelings, right? Half the reason we are so upset when we're sad is because we feel like it's never going to end. And then it's almost the opposite. Like when we're really happy, we get afraid that it's going to end, right? But we do know that sadness comes again, happiness comes again, anger will come again. And so it's the same thing with love, right? Love is just this abundant feeling that never runs out. And so if you let yourself think about love in that way, then it's so much easier for you to experience it and give it to other people without it meaning that you're wrong or you're bad or you're stupid for doing it. Because if I know that whether or not the other person loves me, I'm still allowed to love them because who gets to feel the love? I do, 
right? So even if I'm in a situation where maybe I have a friend who has not been treating me the best, I can still choose to love her and have love for her. But that doesn't mean that then I have to choose to spend time with her, that I have to like commit to this relationship from here on out. And if I believe that I can only get love from her, from her being in a good mood, from her being nice to me, then what that does is that really disempowers me, right? Because it has me doing two things. One, it has me holding onto a relationship that maybe isn't really doing much for me anymore. And two, it has me trying to change the way she's behaving, change the way that she's thinking so that I can get back to that loving feeling from her. But instead, the angle I'm kind of arguing for is that I'm allowed to still love someone and care about them and not have them be part of my life. This wonderful little life hack, right? That I can lovingly end a friendship and still feel love for that person. I don't have to hate them. I don't have to even like not care or not be bothered. I can love them, but know that like, okay, our time together has come to an end. And if I don't put love on like this shelf that I only allow myself to access when I've met the perfect person who's on the exact wavelength as me, who thinks just like me. But if I don't set myself up like that to only be able to access love when the other person is on the exact same emotion as me, then it doesn't become something that I think is scarce. It doesn't become something that I feel like, oh, this is only going to come around every once in a while, right? Because a lot of us stay in relationship, friendships, jobs, whatever, because we feel like this feeling of love is rare, right? So we start staying around for the wrong reasons because we basically tell ourselves that this is the only person that we're going to get this loving feeling from. But the feeling of love is from you. You literally cannot feel that person's love onto you. Because think about it. Have you ever had a moment where you've been annoyed with your mother and she's literally doing something out of love? Do you feel love or do you feel annoyed? (laughs) Right? Or do you have moments where You have a child who is like kicking and screaming and you feel a lot of love for that child. And that child, do you think that child's got love right now? No, that child has a tantrum. That child is pissed off, right? Like the love is going one way. We do it all the time, but we don't acknowledge it as that. We feel like love has to be this convoluted, complicated thing that's bigger than all of us, but really it's just a feeling. And you can describe that feeling however you want, right? Just like any other emotion, it's personal. And I think we make a mistake of trying to get everyone to basically like have a consensus on what the feeling of love is for them. We don't do that with other feelings. We don't have to agree what sadness is. We don't have to agree what disappointment, annoyance, frustration is. We all have a shared understanding of what it could look like. And I think love is exactly the same. And so if you take away the pressure of you having to be at the exact same moment and the exact same feeling as somebody else to recognize your love, then you've got access to it as much as you want it. Yes. Because even if I think about like, let's say my relationship with my husband, I think we both knew that we loved each other very, very early on. I mean, we got engaged like weeks after knowing each other. So that's usually how it goes. But the thing is, I never had a moment where I was saying like, well, this feeling that I have is too strong for him. And if he doesn't have that same feeling, then I'm going to lessen my feelings. I never had that moment. I was like, I'm fucking in. I feel love. Whether this lasts for a day, a week, a year, the rest of my life, I do feel love for this person. I am in love with this person. And for me personally, this is my insight, I do think it's possible to love and fall in love very quickly. I don't always think that it's fair to say like, oh, that was just lust. 
right? Because if we think of love as an emotion, it's very easy. Yeah, I think it's very easy to love people, right? Especially if you have access to that emotion, right? You can love someone and then sure, commitment, you know, long-term relationship, all of that stuff can come after, right? Like I know people who have been committed to people for a long time, but don't feel love for them. So I think it's important that we don't get too hung up on the idea that like we're not allowed to love somebody quickly. Why not? Literally, why not? Like I see a dog, I fucking love that dog. right? Like, I think it's okay to love people just because they're people, just because they're there, just because you have some type of shared experience with them, which could just literally be that you both exist in the same city or you're around the same age or you laugh at the same jokes. Like to me, I don't deny myself the feeling of love for people just because it's what? Inappropriate? That sounds like I'm doing scary things to people. But you know what I mean? Like, what is it? Like, I think people have this idea that like, if you love somebody and they don't love you back, then you're going to have egg on your face. You're going to feel stupid. You're going to feel worse off than if you never did love them. And I literally argue for the opposite. Well, first of all, I make sure to talk to myself and have a good relationship with myself where I let myself know, like, I can love this person. And if they don't return that love, that doesn't mean I'm unlovable or I'm not worthy or that this wasn't worth it to me. It fucking always will be. You know, I have some terrible relationships that I even think about in the past. And I'm not mad at myself for loving these people. I'm proud of myself for it. I'm proud of myself for giving love, whether it was reciprocated or not. And now, even as I'm a married woman, I find myself meeting people that I just love. Not in a way where I'm looking to get married to any of them, but in a way where I just feel this shared experience of being a human. Even before I met my husband, I found myself leaning in more and more with my friendships or even my coworkers or my colleagues, right? Like feeling like, oh, I have this sense of love for these people, for their experience, for their bravery, like whatever it is. Like I don't deny myself that feeling because I don't make having that feeling mean that I can be hurt, that now I'm vulnerable, that now my heart is on the line. Like I see all of those things Sometimes things like that do happen, right? I'm not saying that it never does, but I don't set myself up like that, right? Like I get to choose. I get to choose that short-term love or fast love is just as valuable to me as long-term love. And I get to choose how I experience that short-term love. I don't have to choose to experience it as if I give this part of myself to someone and they break it, then I'm done. I can't give that part of myself to someone. It's like literally impossible. You know, the most I can do is choose to share my life with someone, which is what I've done with my husband, but I can't literally give him a piece of me. It's impossible. It's a concept. And I choose to believe that I'm whole and he's whole and we come together and we make choices together and we go through good times and hard times, but there's never like a piece of me that's on him, right? I can be invested. I can be committed. And if this didn't work out, I would be devastated, but I wouldn't be broken. I wouldn't be less of a woman because the love didn't lead to everlasting commitment, right? Because the love is still there. It's still there and it can go one way. I mean, my husband loves me, but if he didn't, I love him, (laughs) right? I don't know if you've ever had relationships like that or friendships like that. It's like, I don't know if she's feeling me. I don't know if she really likes me that much, but I love her. I'm obsessed with this girl. I like stalk her on Instagram. She's a good time and she hangs out with me once every couple months, but I still love that bitch. I don't know how she feels about me. 
right? Like I have friends I love from afar, friends I haven't talked to in months, years where I'm like, I love her because what does that mean? I get to feel the love. It doesn't make me fake. It doesn't make me any of those other negative things that you associate with not being perfect. It doesn't make me those things. It makes me a human being who allows myself to feel love just like I allow myself to feel anger and sadness and annoyance, right? So I just want you to think about how much you allow yourself to feel shitty feelings. I'm not supposed to say shitty, right? Negative feelings and how hard you find it to allow yourself to feel good feelings and what you make it mean about yourself when you have a good feeling that you feel like you didn't quote unquote deserve, right? Like that's bonkers. Like we set up so many obstacles for good feelings for ourselves and it's all the same, right? Think a thought, have a feeling. It's all up to you. Your negative feelings are not more real than your positive ones. You can tell me I don't feel love for this person who I haven't talked to in two years, but I know I did. I know I do. The same way that I know I feel annoyance thinking about what my dogs could be up to while I'm not home, right? Just feelings, just my thoughts. I have access to all of them whenever I want them, and I get to decide what it means to me to feel them. And I get to decide to love someone fully, regardless of how they feel about me. I get to decide to be really invested in something, regardless of how other people are invested in it. And what's so amazing when you approach things like this is it doesn't become like life or death when things don't work out. And you have such a clearer vision of why you're involved with someone, right? A friendship or a relationship. Because you know you have the love, it's so much easier to decide like, you know what? I love this person, but I don't like dealing with this, 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 that, and this. So I'm willing to move on to find more people that I can love. I'm still going to love this person. They're just not going to be in my life anymore. And then I'm going to find more people to love. And for the time being, whoever I am at that time, whoever fits with me really well, those are the people in my life. And then if it doesn't work out, then I move on and find new people to love. And I still hold on to the old love. If you stop making these like parameters for yourself that basically say like, you can love this person or you can love no one. That's when we get desperate. That's when we start settling for things that don't feel right to us or start forcing relationships that just don't come with ease, right? And I want you to know you can have the same ideology with your family as well. I won't get too much into it, but if you choose to love them regardless of what they're up to, it becomes so much easier and so much clearer for you to make the decisions that you want to make for yourself that feel right, knowing that you're not trying to like manipulate another person so that you can get a feeling out of them. Knowing that the love that you have for them comes from you. And that's so fucking empowering because it means you can do anything you want. Anything that feels right to you becomes within your reach. Because you're not trying to pull teeth to get somebody to say the right string of words to you so that you can feel love for them. You're not waiting for a person to call you at a certain time or prove to you that they love you. You just already got love for them, regardless of what they're up to, regardless of how often they answer the phone. And it makes it so much easier to accept people for who they are because the love that you have for them isn't contingent on what they're up to this week, okay? So I really want you to sit with it for a little bit and think about what does love feel like to you? The sensations in your body, right? And what kind of thoughts cause love for you? It's a wide range of things, right? I won't get into that. So just give yourself the gift of accessing love, even just sitting here on your own. Who can you experience some love for right now? And then how can you let that emotion stick with you? How can you let that emotion become part of your daily or weekly life so that you can have a life filled with love and so that you can learn that it's all you, like you are love. 
It's all in you. It's where it's always been. And then it's going to make it so much easier for you to move through the world because you're not going to be looking for it from external things or external people. You're going to know, ah, it's a me trick, right? So that's where I'll leave you guys today. I have a brand new Facebook group that I think you guys will love and I would like to invite you to come and join it. It's Dating and Relationship Skills for the Modern Woman and there's gonna be a link to it below in the show notes. Now, essentially what this Facebook group is, is a community of like-minded women. It's a place where you can access me directly to get some Q&As, right? To get some of your relationship and dating woes taken care of, right? There's also going to be exclusive live lessons in there, as well as some worksheets and PDFs. Everything that you need to start having better, happier, healthier relationships, starting with yourself, obviously, and then moving on to others, is all inside of this group. So definitely come through, come interact with us, come say hello, and let's see if we can make 2022 the year that you fall in love with yourself. So thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. If you like what you've heard on the podcast and you want to go deeper into all this good stuff and learn how to actually apply these concepts to your life, then I want you to come and work with me one-on-one. I have a couple of slots open for new clients, and I want you to have the life-changing experience that is coaching. Listening to the podcast is one thing, but having that face-to-face, personalized time with me so we can get to the heart of what you want and get clarity around your personal roadblocks is a whole other experience entirely. So if this is something that is of interest to you, come on over to beyouthankyou.com, which would be B-E-U, thank you.com to get some more details. I only have room for a couple more people at this price point, so I don't want you to miss out on this experience. You can also sign up for my mailing list so that you are the first to know when I have available slots and just when I have new offerings. So that's beuthankyou.com and I can't wait to get started.